Hello everyone, it's Andrew Duncan here. Many of you who have been following this uh, podcast journey uh, saw that originally I started uh, recording episodes that were, you know, property education. And uh, slowly that's moved into a space where it's more about, you know, climate change and reducing our waste and, and doing some good in the world. And, and hence the, the name of the podcast changed to The Good You Can Do. And I was trying to keep this kind of all in one place to keep life as simple as possible. Uh, but I realize now after pondering it and giving it some thought that what I really need to be doing is putting these uh, different kinds of content into different places. So, you know, one spot for property education, one spot for climate change type information and the good you can do stuff. And so what I'm going to do moving forward is I'm going to... Uh, revert this podcast that you're listening to to be about property it's going to be called simply property and it's going to have all the content that you've enjoyed before plus new content coming on there as i find sort of useful insights to share with you or useful interviews to 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 give to you and what i'm going to do is set up a separate podcast for all these uh you know environmental um, climate change reducing waste type episodes that you've been seeing so I just want to apologize for any confusion. Please bear with me as I'm learning about this communication medium and what the best way to, to go about it is. Um, so s- please stay subscribed here if you're keen on the property type information. If you are enjoying the um, you know the tips on how to reduce your plastic waste or tips for trying to build more vegetables into your life with a with plant-based diet experiments, uh, if you're keen on learning more about electric vehicles, then please look up The Good You Can Do as well. You'll find that as a separate show that you can subscribe to. Um, We've also set up a website called goodyoucando.com where you can go and find more of these uh, types of resources and, and blog posts. So I hope you'll join us on that journey as well. If you've got any feedback on this, feel free to send me an email. You can contact property at andrewduncan.co.nz. Thanks for being a listener. It's really cool to have you guys on board and, and, and enjoying this content and I'm keen to bring you more and more useful info in the future. All right, now I've got a little bit of bonus content for you guys. This is like those old CDs where they used to have a, a hidden track at the end uh, just for anyone who happened to listen all the way to the, to the end of the album. Uh, my favorite one of those was Mark Wahlberg singing You've Got the Touch. Uh, on the uh, on the Boogie Night soundtrack, shout out to anyone who uh, who remembers that. So this episode is all about, uh, or this bonus piece of content is all about homes.coder.nz estimates. And if you're a fan of that tool, I think you'll find this uh, potentially pretty interesting. So um, stay tuned and keep listening. Many of you know if you've read blog posts of mine or visited my website that I'm a massive fan of homes.coder.nz. This website, this service is, in my opinion, the best thing to happen to property buyers and sellers in New Zealand for a very, very long time, if if not ever. It democratizes the information, so it puts valuable information in the hands of the public, and that's always a good thing. So real estate agents are no longer the gatekeepers of recent sales info and of market appraisal type information. You can go online anytime you like, and you can look up an estimated value for any property anywhere in New Zealand, basically. And, and that's an awesome, awesome thing. And that, that this, all this data is free. It's just incredible. So when this service came about, I was absolutely stoked uh, and really pleased for everybody. And nearly every buyer I speak to uses this system, uses this website to, to gather data. Now, it's not a perfect estimate, and, and there's no way that it could be. 
but when you're looking at a property it gives you a data point to work to it gives you a point of reference to use in your calculations as you try to figure out what to what to pay uh, same for sellers it gives them a, a point of reference when they're looking at selling to say okay what's what are houses like mine selling for what could i roughly expect to get for mine and what's really cool about homes.co.nz is that they actually publish, if you dig into it, they actually publish on their website their accuracy rates. So right now in Wellington City, their median uh, error is 11.55% as at June 2021. So the median sale price is 11.55% different from the homes estimate. That's not bad for a computer-generated algorithm. Uh, Auckland right now it's 7.58%. Uh, which is pretty fantastic. So it's kudos to them for creating an algorithm which is not too shabby. You know, in most cases, in in practice, the homes estimate seems to be a bit on the low side right now, and that's probably normal in a in a rising market. You'll see that a lot where you know it takes a few weeks, a few months for these algorithms to sort of catch up with what's actually happening out in the market. But as I say, it's it's hugely useful and very very helpful, and and uh, I'm stoked that it's there. But there's one thing that you should know, and this is something that often comes as a surprise to members of the public when I tell them. But the home's estimate for any property can be uh, a real estate agent can ask to change that estimate. So what happens is, let's say you're going to sell your property and you interview a real estate agent. And the real estate agent says, hey, your property, it's likely going to sell for 850 Or maybe they'll say 830 to $870. Well, they might use a wider range. Let's imagine your home's estimate is 750 And you're worried and the agent's worried that if buyers look at that home's estimate, they might underestimate what the property's worth. So what the agent can do is they can apply to homes.co.nz to have your estimate updated. They will send homes the appraisal information, so what's called a CMA, a comparative market analysis. They'll send a selection of sales to homes and they'll say, I think the homes estimate should be 830 to 870 along the lines of their appraisal. And homes will usually change the estimate at that point. Now, there's no way a buyer is going to know this. The seller and the agent know but the buyer who comes to the property two weeks later when it's on the market just sees a homes estimate with the midpoint of 850 and says, okay, that's what homes says it's worth. That's really cool. I'll take that into consideration and factor that in when I'm making an offer. Rather than if they'd gone on two weeks earlier, they would have seen that the homes estimate was actually 750. Now, at this point, you might be jumping up and arm saying, that's crazy. And I've had people have a whole wide spectrum of reactions to this. Um, and, and these are all fair enough responses. Uh, so if you're a member of the public, if you're a buyer, there's nowhere that I've found on the home site that actually discloses that any estimate has been adjusted by way of the real estate agent. Except there is one way, there is one giveaway. When you look at any property, either on the app, on your phone, or if you use the, the, the website version on, on a desktop computer, you scroll down to where it says the home's estimate. And just below that, there's this sort of line chart which tracks the change in the estimate over time. And it has a teal blue line for the actual property and it has a black line for the, the local market in general. And right now you'll see a pretty steady increase over time. 
Uh, some months it'll go down a little bit, some months it'll go up. And in general rising market, you'll see that trend slowly moving up. What you'll see when the estimate has been adjusted is you'll see a big jump on the blue line, on the property specific line. So if you see a sudden jump of 50, 100 grand, to me that's a telltale sign that the agent has requested to have that estimate updated. And that's one way that you can tell that something like that has probably gone on. Now, do I agree with this? Uh, In some cases, it can be useful. So it can avoid a situation where people waste their time. So let's go back to that example where the owner wants 850,000 and if the home's estimate isn't updated, then there's a chance that the buyers come in, they look at the home's estimate, they offer 750 if it hasn't been changed or there or thereabouts and the owner sticks his, you know, sticks his or her, you know, feet in the ground and says, no, look, I'm not selling it for anything less than 850. And you can end up with a stalemate where the buyers say, well, the home's estimate is X. I don't want to move from there. The owner doesn't want to move. And, and this doesn't sort of help things. Uh, you know, it's it's possibly more helpful for the estimate to be reasonably accurate along the lines of market value if it just helps everything move. But that relies on the agent being correct when they update the estimate. You know, and, and agents... <laughs> uh, will are often guilty of you know promising the owners you know really really big prices in the hope that you know they'll be able to make it happen when the when the property goes on the market so appraisals aren't always a perfect science and i think there's every possibility that when an agent is submitting an appraisal to homes that it may not even be that accurate then so for instance in that same scenario if the agent submitted an appraisal at 830 to 870 that's their guess. The property could easily be worth 800 in the open market. It could be worth 900. It could be worth 950. Valuation is an incredibly inexact science, especially when it comes to property. So owners always appreciate that the service is there. You know, when I've spoken to them in the past, the owners will say, okay, that's cool. I can get my home's estimate more online. But buyers are shocked when they hear about it. Should it be possible? Well, you could argue that it's helping make the data more accurate on the whole, as long as you trust the agents to put a, a, a good appraisal together. And I think that's why homes.co.nz let people do it, is because they, they want their data to be market accurate. And for them, this appraisal from an agent is another data point to make sure that their info is up to date. Uh, but for the buyers, it's a bit tough. You know, If you don't know about this, then you could fall into a trap where you're looking at the home's estimate thinking this is a really clever computer algorithm that has come up with this number. In reality, what you're just seeing is the the agent's best guess at what that property might sell for. Now, the other problem is there's no clear place on the website where this, from what I know, that this is disclosed. So there's no clear point where it says, hey, the home's estimate is 920, but you know, with an asterisk, this has been updated by the real estate agent. And I think that would probably be helpful if it said this is the current estimate, but hey, just so you know, there was some sort of, yeah, footnote uh, along the lines of, hey, this this is an adjusted one. Before homes.co.nz came along, a lot of people used to get their rateable values updated. You know, you could go and pay the council $350. They would send one, of, you know, QV would send a valuer out and they would update the rating value or the council, or the CV or the RV of the property. So this was a similar kind of situation to what's going on now with homes. And this used to be very common and buyers often didn't know that it had happened, but that was one to watch out for too. So this is sort of the modern version of that. There's one other sort of potential positive, which is that 
if you if you are cognizant of this, if you know what's going on, and if you look down at that line chart and you see that the estimate is, has shot up recently, that does give you a window into what the agent and the owner are expecting. So that is a useful data point if you know what's going on. So you can look at that and say, okay, it's shot up 100 grand and now the home's estimate's 850. That must be a you know where the agent's roughly appraised it. Doesn't guarantee the owner's going to accept an offer at that amount, but it gives you a window into where the agent's probably hoping that the offers will come in. Doesn't stop it from selling for more by any means, so keep keep that in mind too, but it can be a slightly bit of useful information if you know that. The flip side, the problem with that is, when I speak to buyers at the moment in the current market, they all know that most homes estimates are low. So buyers have a sort of rule they'll work to like, well, the homes estimate is 850, so I'm going to offer 100 grand more than that because every other property I've missed out on sells for about 100 grand more than its homes estimate. Now, the risk is if you do this on a property where the homes estimate has been manually adjusted, then there's a possibility you could end up paying too much. The market's so hot right now that maybe you're not. You know, maybe the the agents are behind the eight ball as well, and the market's just that red hot that you might still miss out if you if you pay a hundred grand more than the updated estimate. But I just think it's something to watch out for. Don't have a blanket rule that you know I pay a hundred grand over the homes estimate. I think that's that's a really dangerous sort of approach to take, and that's simplifying property too much. You know, these these computer generated algorithms are imperfect. They're useful, but they're imperfect. They're just doing an awesome job trying to give people lots of information but it's not perfect here are some tips to actually ascertain you know in your mind clearly what a property might sell for Uh, it still comes back to the tried and true you've got to see as many properties as you can in your target suburb you've got to find out what they actually sold for so the properties you know whose open homes you went to three weeks ago you should be calling the agents that were selling them and saying look can you give me a rough guide as to what that property sold for just so i know When you look at a property that you like, get a list of recent sales that are comparable, go for a drive past those properties and have a look at them. See how they compare with the one you're looking at. Look up the addresses online. You can probably still find internal photos on sites like OpenView and on agent agent company websites too. Find that information, do that research on on those recent sales and look at specific recent sales, not just what computer algorithms say online. That's still the very, very best way of learning the market and giving your uh, you know giving your intuition the best chance of helping you make a smart decision. Another one that I like to do is when I'm at the property is I'll say to the agent, hey, what recent sales are you comparing this home with? If it's an auction or a tender, often the agent can't specifically say, I think it'll sell for X, but often they can tell you what recent sales they are comparing this property to. And that's really useful information. If they say, hey, look, this one down the road sold for 830. Um, this one's a little bit bigger and it's got a newer kitchen. That's useful information for you to know. It's even better if you've seen that other property yourself or you can look it up online and say, okay, that one sold for 830, but I do like this one a little better. Maybe I'm prepared to go to 850, 860. And you can make your own deductions from that. So, that, so there are some tips uh, to keep in mind next time you're out looking at a property. Don't just trust what they say online. Also bear in mind there are other online estimate sites. So there's uh, if you Google Trade Me Property Insights, Trade Me have an area of their site where you can look up an estimated value. Oneroof.co.nz also has the same thing. So it's O-N-E-R-O-O-F, oneroof.co.nz. They also have an online estimator tool. Now, my understanding is those can't be adjusted by the agent. So those are more likely to be unadjusted. 
That doesn't mean they're going to be any more accurate. It just means that they're unlikely to have shot up 100 grand overnight all of a sudden because the agent submitted a CMA. Now, in full disclosure, I've used this service on homes in the past myself when I was selling properties for people. It was occasionally something that we would do where we would communicate with homes and say, hey, look, the estimate for this property is low. We think it should be X. In my opinion, we always did that with really well-researched sales in mind and and it was always to save people time and to make sure that people were making educated decisions but I should put that out there that I that I have benefited potentially from this service in the past as well but I think it's something that everyone should know about you know I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing but it's something that should be clear to people using the site um, where that data is coming from what's influenced that estimate that they should know about so watch out for that when you're out looking stay safe out there people If you've got any feedback, please let me know. You can email property at andrewduncan.co.nz. If you own a rental property in the greater Wellington region, then please go and check out simplyrentals.co.nz. It's the website for our very own property management company run by my very own property manager, Lynette Sletcher. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know that I'm super passionate about letting a professional take care of your of your asset. I think it's really important to make sure that your property is run as good as it can be and that your, your tenants get uh, an exceptional service as well. Lynette is amazingly hardworking. She's down to earth and she's exceptionally good at what she does. So if you own a property in that Wellington region, anywhere from Otaki all the way down to Wellington, all the way out to Masterton, please go and check it out at simplyrentals.co.nz.